You're, did oh I inter- <laughs> did I interrupt? You're breaking. But, oh, I interrupted you. Sorry, Jim. It's okay. What are we doing here? You're listening to the Fool's Gold Rush podcast, season three, episode two. The wrong claim. Hmm. How appropriate. Yeah, I want to. Let's just start off with my biggest bitch of the day. So we'll start off with the Hoffmans then. Well, just start off with your biggest bitch. Well, we'll we can. Yeah, that. we'll we'll see where this goes. But I'm just. I don't like to. I mean, I feel like I've been very critical lately. Of the uh, producers of this show. And other parts of yeah. in your life, too. Yeah. And of your friends. Maybe a little too harsh. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Mm-hmm. But this thing, it just it bothers me on a fundamental level. And the average person would never even notice this, probably, because it's, I DVR the show. So, you the know. The average person? I, I don't mean it. I'm to... realizing as I'm saying this, like, if you were just watching it, you wouldn't know the title of the show. But since I DVR'd it, I saw that the show is called The Wrong Claim, was the name of the episode. Yeah. Sorry, and, the rest of us can't afford a DVR. No, I, yeah, that, I realize that sounded weird. That's not what I meant. I didn't mean, like, I'm elite. Okay. I just meant that if I was just flipping around, I wouldn't know the episode is called The Wrong Claim. Maybe if I looked at my old fashioned TV guide, it would have said it. That but, was um, a dig. Yeah. <laughs> Print is dead, dude. Um, but anyway, the episode is called The Wrong Claim, and then there's a whole, like, buildup of, like, what's going on? Why are these, like, as soon as, like, the episode starts with the Hoffmans of them getting to their new area on mm-hmm. Indian Creek or Indian yep. River, yep. And, they, and they say, yeah. oh, what are these drill marks in? And it's like, well, obviously they're on the wrong claim, because that's what the fucking episode is called. Like, that, so it destroyed any drama yep. at they, all. Yeah, they, like, really, it was yeah, they really did harp on the GPS thing, so it's yeah. like, yeah, set, set up for something that they had essentially already told us. It's, like, not a big deal, ultimately, if I was just, like, watching it in a bubble it wouldn't matter but it's just like it annoyed me on a really fundamental level that you i already space knew the bubble that you can afford yeah, my space bubble <laughs> it only cost me three billion dollars i think that's a deal well yeah the original space bubble was five million so yeah, yeah. or five billion sorry yeah. <laughs> five million <laughs> do they even make currency that low anymore? <laughs> i doubt it <laughs> Um, but anyway, I mean, it's just, it's not the end of the world, but it was just, it, it just, I, it, it almost ruined my enjoyment in some ways because it was no suspense. Like everything that was happening, it's like all I'm wait, I was just waiting for them to figure out that they were on the wrong claim <laughs> mm-hmm. instead of like, hey, I wonder what happened. This is weird. I wonder if there's some asshole that on their land and like, what does this mean? And, and like, at first they're worried, like, oh, this drill marks here. That probably means that there's no gold. This would have been dug already. But it's like, yeah, but we don't know. It's our land. We got to find out. Like, you know, mm-hmm. maybe they ran out of money. Who knows yeah. why, why they're not drilling here? This and, is our land. This isn't our land. No, it's not our we land. We found out that we're on the wrong claim. It made Someone me feel drilled it. Henry Rannick. His machine is called Big Red Mama. Yeah, Henry is the winner of this episode. Yeah. Let's just talk about the Hoffmans. I don't care. Let's do Let's it. Let's break format. We're we're pushing boundaries that I didn't even know we're there. We're blowing this A <laughs> right wide open. <laughs> we are rocking this hand. So basically, not a lot happens. I'm realizing now, I'm looking at my notes, there was not one shot of Jack Hoffman or, or Thurber or oh, anything. Yeah. It's no weird. Like, they're just no not Jack. there. Like they weren't do- I don't think Jack Hoffman's actually doing anything. I don't think he's even running any excavators anymore. Well, we wouldn't. Well, man, yeah, we need to see him run that stuff because then he ruins things. We need him and, to argue with somebody. Need, yeah, commentary from like, him. Like, uh, no, I know. Like, Dad, you're in the wrong place. Like, I'll tell you. <laughs> then I'm in the wrong place. <laughs> I was in the wrong place. I, I've been in this show for this is the third season. I think I know how to run a camera. I was I was mining gold when you were in short pants. Boring. <laughs> um. Anyway, 
That's that's you've a side I've note. Never fit into short pants. Actually, that's all Todd probably uh, wears. <laughs> yeah. it's like shorts. He's a jorts fan. Wouldn't know how to wear a pair of slacks. No, you'd ruin them. A pair of Wrangler jeans, maybe. But God, maybe some rustlers. I, I think you'd have to special order them. You know, because he's fat. <laughs> So basically, this whole episode is about them figuring out where they're going to work, and I felt bad for Dave Turing, because when it turned out that it was the wrong claim, mm-hmm. they're like, Todd you know, legitimately was mad, because they already spent ten grand on drilling. Yep. Todd is like, what happened? You had the GPS, and he's like, well, I, must have, I guess I entered the wrong coordinates. It's like, oh, man. like that. Yeah. You'd feel like a shit the, the funny thing is that I was wondering is when they confirmed they're on the wrong claim... The uh, the claim owner walked around and found the pole in the ground. Like, why didn't they do that? Why didn't they just look around for that marker and be like, "Oh, wait a second, this is number 12. Well, not Dave, number eight. Dave was convinced because he it was convinced that he knew it because of his technology. And Todd certainly wasn't going to walk around any any further than he has to. No, and Dave is the golden boy. Mm-hmm. He rarely you does tr- wrong. You trust in turn. I trust in him. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would definitely join his team. Maybe now my confidence would be shaken. I don't know. I'm just remembering an episode last year that you uh, you entitled The Shroud of Turin. Yeah, I did. Yeah. He's a very clever person. Thanks. We, this is a very clever podcast. <laughs> yeah, we're, we just... Elite. Our cleverness knows no bounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, we're I, elite. We're elite in terms of podcasting. <laughs> yeah. You know, you think otherwise in terms of your actual being, but whatever, you know. I am the Alpha and the Omega. I am the moonrise i don't know i don't even know that man i'm not sure so i don't care um indian river claim so basically the the real takeaway because honestly in a nutshell nothing really happens it's like they're they they drill one area that's the wrong area it turns out Uh that area is good so like they're psyched about it and they figure out they can't actually work there so that sucks Uh their truck gets stuck in the mud and then they they basically they're they're tractor trailering in a bunch of like Big equipment, like mm-hmm. like a sluice and things like that. Yeah, and uh, but that you know that goes into account when you know, with the we're at the wrong claim. Yeah, shit. They did a lot of uh, transpo to the wrong place. Mm-hmm. Um, so in one of, I'm surprised Ford didn't pay off the producers. They actually didn't even show the logo. I just rec- I noticed like the round logo underneath the yeah, mud. That was but, a like, Ford F fifteen thousand. It was fucking amazing. Like the. The big tractor trailer truck gets stuck in the mud because mm-hmm. it's like they have a bunch of equipment and it's like, you know, they keep harping on how the snow's melting and it's like a mm-hmm. record snowfall. So, like, it's just everything's waterlogged. Everything sucks. Oh, it was a, and, real, uh, it was a real bass. Yeah, real bass. The truck got stuck in the mud. What a bass. Um, so then Turin is like, all right, well, we can uh, I'll just uh, hitch up the, uh, the old pickup and uh, tow you. And, and I was like, give yeah, me a fucking break. And it, it totally worked. I mean, granted, it was... And not the other truck pushing too. Yeah, they got it, but they got it. They got it going, and it was like that would be like that's like one of those things would be in a Ford truck commercial, and you wouldn't even believe it as you're watching it. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, like you know, it's not gonna come on. Yeah, hey, you and know it worked. What? It was great. It's built Ford tough. You could tell that this trucker episode, was excited. From, too. At least from up uh, from our standpoint, is brought to you by Ford and Toyota too, which is odd. But you know what? <laughs> Makers hey, we, we of fine it. automobiles for several decades mm-hmm. yep hey conflicting uh you know sponsors but whatever we'll take their money we're a uh, international podcast mm-hmm. so whoever wants to pay us and gold rush is an international show so 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 uh-huh. what else happened? so that Let was cool see. so anyway uh, that, yeah, that happened three holes drill men henry rennick is back with the big red mama yeah we actually came that. back and mm-hmm. um we are realizing that really he's the one who is laughing all the way to the bank because 
Todd talked about how the, the initial drilling they did with him on the wrong claim cost them $10,000. And as far as I can tell, this guy Henry doesn't like work for a company. I think he just mm-hmm. works for himself. Yeah. So basically, between that drilling and then the new drilling they do on their actual claim, that's like a good twenty grand right there. And it's like, he probably does that all summer. The guy probably makes like half a million dollars a year. I know. And he doesn't actually have to find any gold. He doesn't have to find anything. And and apparently doesn't have to buy clothes or even (laughs) water for for a shower. (laughs) What is he, just putting all his his money into gold bullion and then just burying it? Maybe. He looks like he's a homeless man. He really does. (laughs) Like, if you saw him on the street, you'd be wondering. Mm -hmm. And instead, he makes more money than all of us. Theoretically. I mean, imagining that drill equipment can't be cheap. But it certainly doesn't cost as much as the gold mining equipment, and he's guaranteed to get paid. Yeah. It doesn't matter if there's gold it's or one not. One-of-a-kind one piece of equipment, or a very rare piece, and a key piece of everyone's operation. I wonder if there are other driller guys there, or he's just, like, the guy in the Klondike. Or, you know what I mean? If it's like, yeah. Does he have a competitor? I would assume there are other ones. It would have but to be, right? Seems, you know, they, let, they, they go to Henry, Mr. Rannick. But he didn't really talk too much. No, he, mean, a, he has a very thick Canadian accent. Yeah. Because they are in the great wilds of... Canada. I was joking that he he's probably just a weirdo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like like the camera guys are probably leery of him. They're just, yeah. He smells really bad. <laughs> he's saying some really weird stuff. It's not racist, not prejudice. I don't, but it's, it's weird. Not right. He's ta- he has a lot of theories. <laughs> he's talking about the Illuminati and yeah. Fort Knox and Cyclos. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't even know. I don't think that's even real. I've never heard of the Nike conspiracy, but apparently there is one. The shrouded in Nike, um, and what? So yeah, what? What there at the wrong, wrong claim? Yeah, so they're they, in best one. Yeah, <laughs> no best twelve. They have bests one through eight. Oh, they were yes, on twelve. On best twelve, almost yes. fifteen hundred feet in the wrong direction. That's four bests in the wrong <laughs> yeah, direction. That's terrible. So they they get to their correct place and they start drilling. They drill in best one, and mm-hmm. that this way. The, the problem is there can't be too much muck. If there's more than fifteen feet mm-hmm. of that permafrost mud. It's pretty much useless. Like, they can't... I just don't think they have the equipment. Or, or maybe it'd be the kind of thing where, like, I could imagine they could push a bunch of it out and then wait a year and then come back when it's frozen again and push the yeah, rest out. Yeah, you know, it's like it would just... caving back in. Yeah, it's, it's just, just too much overburden. <laughs> that's a great word for it. That overburden. Mm-hmm. So... LeVar Burton. <laughs> LeVar. Yeah. So they ended up with... Yeah. Uh, uh, so in the, the first round, it was... Too much overburden. It was probably like 18 feet. The second one, they go for their opposite end of the claim. Hoping over it could, to, yeah, over to best eight. The closer one to best 12, which was great. I mean, they only, that one only went down eight feet. It's so like, oh, this is great. And it was a bunch, it was like twice the gold that they expected to find. So like, mm-hmm. oh, this is fucking awesome. Yeah, it's like 35 yes. cents a pan. Ooh-wee. That's $3,500 a yard. I mentioned Bitch. earlier in the episode that they were, um, not only Dave Turin, but, uh, Remsburg were both like, this equipment, if we can't find gold, then we're just useless. <laughs> it's like it's like, it's like mm-hmm. famous last words, and then as you know, as it turns yeah, out, you got to find, you got to get the dirt too, guys. You know, there's shit. a shit. There's a bunch of gold in the ground. Just gonna dig it out. Not unless it's too much mud, though. Then you can't dig that. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you can, but it's a it's a it's a hell of a mess. Oh yeah, um, yeah. That's the caveat. <laughs> <laughs> We should start having Jack just say bigger and bigger words. <laughs> Apropos of nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
do you know, in terms of the aforementioned uh, best plot, uh, we were overburdened with a lot of uh, um, muck. <laughs> you know, to use the parlance of our times, uh, yeah. muck. <laughs> Oh, in today's nomenclature. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah, well, you know, if he's not going to talk on the show, we're going to have to talk for him. You have to do it for him. Not like that's said anything new for us, though. So basically, they drill everywhere, and they, they didn't even try Bess's two, three, four, five, yeah, six, or seven, like which I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, not sure why the they wouldn't. You never know, but yeah. I guess maybe it's like on a slope. I don't know. It. it so they're all bummed out. They're pretty much giving up on yeah. the Indian River or Indian Creek. Yeah. And that's really how it ended for them. Yeah. Right. And before we move on from them, this right, whole ep- I'd like to move on. I'm, I did some math earlier on okay. in the episode that I thought was actually poignant. Oh, yeah, yes. Yeah, that is important. They, let's not move on. Okay, let's stick with it. Okay, cool. So they mention, right, that at the very beginning, they're talking about how they're going to run two claims. That's $4,000 a day in fuel. Mm-hmm. So that will cost them for the season about six hundred thousand dollars. I know, shit, that's a lot of money. They are in some debt. So if they get, then they said they're they're aiming to get a thousand ounces, which seemingly is an impossible goal. But let's mm-hmm. just say they do. Yep. Say they can do it. That means they said that's about one point four million dollars, and this is all like before taxes. Yeah. So like that would mean they make a profit. Taking away the six hundred thousand dollars of eight hundred thousand dollars, which isn't bad, but then I started thinking about now they have two crews. Let's say conservatively, there's ten guys working, and I know there's got to be more than that. Mm-hmm. That's only eighty grand a guy. I mean, that's not bad, but for like backbreaking work for six or seven months, it's not that great. Mm-hmm. And honestly, none of that is guaranteed. They're probably not. I would be surprised if they got two hundred ounces. And then they're just not going to make any money again. Mm-hmm. It's like it doesn't like those numbers are shitty. That's why you should just be drilling holes and charging guys ten grand a pop instead. Yeah, because then you'll just make yeah. money. Like but that's all also, that matters. Also, in terms of that math, we also forgot the thirty thousand dollars a month worth of food that Todd eats. <laughs> yeah. Oh, bazing! <laughs> yeah, those uh, those hot pockets don't eat themselves. Yeah, and it's got like five, yeah five hundred dollar a week habit of uh, you know beard cream, whatever that is. <laughs> whatever the hell that is, mm-hmm. it's weird. Yeah. So anyway, that it doesn't li- work either. That illustrated to me that one doing two claims is stupid, and two, it's like how risky it really is. It's why they keep talking about how many how many guys go bankrupt doing this because it's mm-hmm. not. I mean, there's, there's no guarantee you're going to find anything, and it's like incredibly costly to find out. Yeah. So like, what are you supposed to do? I mean, it. it you just got to hope for that mother load. Yeah, I mean that's ultimately what it is. It's like going in to be like, look, I have. $10,000 and I'm going to play roulette and I'm going to bet it all. I'm going to bet or I'm going to take I'm going to take that $100,000 and break it up into 20 pieces and bet on black 20 each time and I hope it hits. <laughs> like it probably won't, but it could. There's 20 chances that it could. You know that, that's what they're essentially what gold mining right. is. I was thinking this as we were watching it and it was fun in the last couple of seasons, especially the first one, to root for them. I ain't right. rooting for them anymore. I, I like never rooted for them. I kind of well, I rooted for Harness, and I root, I didn't root for Todd, but I rooted for the other guys. But now it's ridiculous. Even like talk about even last season, we're saying like you know the whole stakes of it have been undercut. Yeah. So the whole premise of the first season is this is one 
you know, like a, a frontier for for them to like put everything on the line. Literally, for this one season, all my savings. Like this is it. Yeah. This is my life. Yeah. So you then, know, then, so then we were uh, we were excited, but also surprised that they would be back for a second season. Like, where's that money coming? And from? And they still only got a hundred ounce, ninety three ounces. So they made a profit, but like a pittance. Like yeah, it wasn't at all. I mean, they, they. And now they're planning on spending at the very least north of eight hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. It, Plus, like with their equipment, well, I guess well, six hundred thousand. Now they have, yeah, well, six hundred thousand dollars operating, like in fuel and all that stuff. Right. But then, like you know, now they have this new equipment. I guess it's been given to them by Volvo. Apparently, so, like, the whole, so then that undercuts the stakes again yeah. because it's like whatever they're just being given gifts. It really doesn't Bunch matter if they shit. find gold or not. Although, I mean, I guess it'd be interesting if yeah. they did on some level. But honestly, it I don't watch the show for the, the gold. new American dream finding corporate sponsorship. For real though, that's a, that's really that's a poignant point. Mm-hmm. I know that's why I said it. You really uh, elucidated your uh, your thoughts there, and we I appreciate it. Thanks, Jack. You're welcome. <laughs> um, yeah, it's true. I mean, ultimately, it's about yeah, it's about corporate sponsorship and being on tele. Really, I mean, they make money being on TV. That's like mm-hmm. that's the thing that like. No, I mean, obviously, they don't want to talk about that. It sort of like destroys the whole illusion. It's like on Jersey Shore, where like they still tried to pretend as if they weren't famous. Yeah, but it's like, why? <laughs> why even bother? Like they're, they're like some of the most famous people in the world. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. like how can you play it up that they're still like working at the t-shirt store, quote unquote? It's like that's the stupidest thing I've ever seen. It doesn't even make any sense. Yeah, and good thing Jersey Shore is done. But I still want to watch a little bit more Gold Rush. Yeah. Well, let's move over to uh, really not. I'm realizing not a whole lot happened in this episode actually. It's almost like if it wasn't for jumping back and forth between people to people, like nothing would have happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like they, each episode could have been summed up in like ten minutes. Like, each person's thing. It's like, yeah. yep, on the wrong place. Yeah, well, oh, good. here's the right place. Up, oh, can't drill there. Okay, well, good <laughs> done. Thing, good thing they had that recap after show. <laughs> yeah, it's a good thing we could rehash all this again. <laughs> all the stuff that didn't happen in the episode. <laughs> uh, so, what do you want to do, Parker? Yeah, sure. All right, Parker over at Big Nugget Mine. Actually, yeah, there's some shit happened with Parker. This is actually kind of interesting. Yeah, at yeah, least. yeah, like we found out that uh, over the winter he spent a good chunk of cash, hundred fifty thousand dollars of John Schnabel's money. Yeah, that's um, a lot of money. Uh, to yeah, to kind of clear out and excavate uh, Smith Creek. Well, we got we have a dog. Because we here. have a little monster here that wants me to throw its toy. So hold on, one oh, second. Okay. keep going. Yes. Um. So then, um, we so then we also found out that he spent you know forty thousand dollars in that new wash plant that he was uh, putting together last week, and we also found out that Smith Creek Smith Creek is the last virgin ground that the Parker's family owns. That I didn't realize this is that stakes. So that basically That's, that I means like that. that means they're mine. Is going to basically go belly up soon because they don't have any ground anymore. Mm-hmm. What are they supposed to do? Yeah, and well, the, what they want to do is get up to Smith Creek, but they can't get up that road. They can't because it, it's too muddy. Road. Maybe eventually they can, but right now the ground is so wet. As mm-hmm. we saw, the tractor trailer trucks get stuck. Mm-hmm. Yep. There's not much they can do. I mean, it's just like it's really dangerous. And actually, it was a really kind of awesome moment where John was like getting teary, and he's like, "Yeah, you, you don't understand responsibility." Like you know. It's a terrible thing to see somebody die based on your poor judgment. Basically, he's more or less saying that like something really fucked up happened like twenty years ago, mm-hmm. and um, one of his crew died. Like something really bad happened because he had this like, eh, I know it's risky, but fuck it. And then mm-hmm. it's like, oh shit, yeah. Like I think you know what I mean. Like it, it, he was got really emotional about it, and like 
Yeah. He's or, like, you don't want that to happen to you. I don't want to see you go down that dark path. I mean, it was like really heavy, yeah, heavy stuff. Well, you know, and we know John had a, a you know a, a, a tough haul on it when he was fighting in the Civil War. So I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure he saw yeah, some he shit. Saw- <laughs> Along with World War One, that World Battle War II, of Antietam, Vietnam, was, uh, the Spanish-American War. I'm sure that wasn't a walk in the park. No. So yeah, he's seen some shit. He's been there. Yeah, but it was a nice moment, and then it was a yeah a sobering moment for Parker. And Parker and listened Parker to him. Needs that yeah, he that didn't have the, the classic like oh, whatever old man. Like I mean, he's never like like an impetulant kid or anything. But he, yeah, like it was know. only once last year, and it was because Parker was trying to still be the boss, and he well he right. was trying to establish himself as the boss, so he had to tell tell his grandpa it's like hey. I gotta tell yeah. you people what to do. Exactly. I, yeah, yeah, it made, it made sense. Oh, oh well, you, oh, okay. you, you know, here's a funny tale. <laughs> I uh, told a man to sh- to, uh, chop down a large tree that was in the way of our road. Um, he climbed up halfway, tied off, cut off the last half of the the top half of the tree, but he, but he was tied off to the part that that fell off. And uh, we never really found his head, oh, and he was my best friend. So that's what really happened? That must have been tough for you, John. It was. I felt a bit of responsibility uh, for it, and I felt emotions and a sense of loss after that happened, and I haven't forgotten it since. That's a pretty harrowing tale, John. I'm sorry that happened to you. Yes. And mo- more importantly, I'm sorry that happened to that guy. Yes, Wes, it's true, um, but that's why I'm telling you this story now, and this is a horrible tell, story. Tell it to Parker, because we, I, I don't want him to have that same responsibility, the, the weight of it, it, it keeps me up at night. Now, now I got into like an Australian Irish. It turned into like John no, Lennon Irish. for a second, or like Paul McCartney. <laughs> yeah. Oh no! It keeps me up at night. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I lost a Ringo. The, maybe in there. I mean, I mean, <laughs> that wasn't me. <laughs> yeah, where's John? <laughs> John, <laughs> um, yeah, there you get out of here. But yeah, something horrible happened at some point. I mean, mm-hmm. this is obvious. It's like what it, it that sucks. I mean, but it would be you would feel bad. You're like the foreman. You might not even done anything negligent. It's just sort mm-hmm. of like just doing something that like, well, this is dangerous, but let's do it. Yeah. And then he, you know, he was being a little too buck wild about whatever he was doing. It might not even been in mining. It could have been anything. Cause he started doing mining way later in life. Mm-hmm. Could be you know yeah, who knows what hobby. he was doing. You know. Yeah. Hell, maybe he was a general in a war, and he sent somebody in, and they watch all these people get shot, and he's like, Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> or he did something, you know, important. Who knows? But it's a, uh, it was interesting. Yeah, it's, I liked it, it. It's a world of shit, and uh, yeah, yeah, that was a really good moment. Actually, that was probably my favorite moment in the show. I think we got this dog here. I see, I'm, I'm dog yeah. sitting, and the dog keeps on uh, wanting to play with Jim because, um, you know, Jim has dog like qualities. <laughs> he smell like a dog. And- mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, um, but uh, yeah, anyway. I wish you could see this dog. It's very cute. <laughs> very cute. Yeah, this is not the right medium to see uh, dogs, but there are plenty of other dogs and cats on the internet that you can Google. We'll take a picture of Ruby and put it up on the uh, yeah, put it up on the Facebook. Page. Yeah, just so you know. Um, um, so well, so you know, all in all, uh, what, what's happening here with Parker is that he can't get up to his claim, and this is his last claim. So then, what does he have to do? He's got to find new dirt. But where is he going to get that dirt from? Earl Featherbottoms. Earl Featherbottom Foster. That's, yeah. that's yep. And uh, yeah, so so what he's uh, what Parker's planning on doing, as I'm sure you know, because you watch the show, is to uh, <laughs> uh, to lease a new claim. Um, and uh, what was kind of interesting about this is that you know he can't, for money wise, he can't do it at the going rate for that twenty percent. So yeah, normally fifteen twenty percent in Alaska. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Um, and also, yeah, as as a. Uh, uh, 
Earl Featherbottom was getting out of his truck there, Jim uh, had a nice impression. It was like, I'm old. I'm old. <laughs> yeah, because he was looking pretty old. I was the girl. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what he sounds like. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah. I'm old. <laughs> 20 percent for you. <laughs> I have known you since year nine. I give you the same sentence. That sounds like. You sound like John Malkovich, like, like really drunk or something. I you that. Yeah, what's John Malkovich's deal? I don't know. Deal? I don't know. He talks so weird. I, don't I think know. he's. I think he's just such a good actor, or he's done so many different roles that he doesn't know what his real voice sounds like. Or is it like? Yeah, I don't know. It's I'm weird. an actor. I'm John Malkovich. <laughs> Was that good? I don't know. I've never tried it's before. It's funny, though. It sounds funny. That was the first time, listeners. That was the first time I've ever tried to be John mm-hmm. Malkovich. I can be another John. I can be John Snow. <laughs> but you haven't seen Game of Thrones. I don't know it. Yeah. I'm a bastard boy. <laughs> I don't know what it, I don't know what to do with I'm, that. I, yeah, I know. I, well, that wasn't for you, Jim. It was for, <laughs> okay, the, it was right. for the viewing audience. Uh, the listening audience, of course. Um, but um, because if you didn't hear what I was, you know, as we were doing the Mr. Featherbottom voice, uh, Parker actually did get that deal for a 10%. Yeah, which is what he wanted. He's like, I can't go much higher than 12% or else it's just not Mm -hmm. economically feasible. Yeah. That seems about right. Um, you got a dog whining. I'm sorry. Dog keeps us straight. I'm not used to having another, uh, this was a mistake. Living beast. This is my fault. It's okay. She's happier that we're here than it mm. just. I think, but I think it's bothering her that we're ignoring her completely. Yes. So it's. I think it's much worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe she'd rather be alone. I don't she know. prefers Jungle Gold, <laughs> yeah. and we haven't watched. We haven't that. watched that yeah. one yet. Yeah. Bearing Seagulls. She's also a fan of. <laughs> yeah. And I don't like the show. So whatevs. Have you actually seen it? Have we talked about this? I have, I have never seen, seen, it. seen, I have it. seen it. Yeah. Not good. It's not great. Is it like Axemen or it's just like goofy? It's like not even actually good. No, they try to make it serious, but they're all just kind of like a bunch of assholes. Mm. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah, so Parker gets his deal. Yeah. And then he's checking it out. Yeah. And, and he, then he finds gold there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing he else to it. found some good yeah. gold in that real nice river-washed gravel. Yeah. That's, that's that's the kind of soil that you want. That's a gold-bearing material. And he's on it. It's drop-dead gorgeous material. Ooh, ooh, ooh. If only I could find some of that. Good on you, Parker. Sorry I didn't give you that electrical equipment. I'm in a dilly of a pickle right now myself. So perhaps the podcast can move on to me. I hope to God there's a situation where where Fred needs Parker's help and Parker is just like, yeah, it's going to be real tough. And then just doesn't help. I hope that happens. Even though, like, I don't even know if Fred was really wrong, but it just, it would be awesome if that happened. I, I, it yeah. just, I want it to happen. The price really was wrong for the electrical thing. Uh, yeah. For, but Fred, but he, he, he definitely also doesn't even own give it. it away. Yeah, yeah. Actually, is Earl the guy who owns that shit? Or is it he, Fred no, have it a business partner? Fred, Fred has the business partner. What was his name? What did we call him last week? I thought it was Earl. That's why I was getting. No, or Earl. Yeah, Earl. No, Fred bought the claim. From Earl, right? Um, with the help of a business partner, okay. And um, and I forget his name. We had a funny name for him last week. I don't know what yeah, it was. Whatever. It was like a pickle, a John, a John Picklebottom or something. <laughs> ah, or pi- fuck him, pickle pants. The hell with him. Yeah, forget that guy. Yeah, and forget you know, forget him and forget the rest of the Dakota boys. I just want. I'm interested in Fred and Dustin. Yeah, Dusty, D- Freddy, Dusty. D bag, as we like to call him. <laughs> D bag. <laughs> oh. 
Um, all right, so we start with Fred, mm-hmm. and he wants to get to the the bottom of that glory hole. Oh, I know. What? Unfortunately, it's covered in 75 feet of water. That is a lot of water. Mm-hmm. 75 feet is actually way deeper than I thought it was. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know what I was picturing, but that's like kind of ridiculous. That's like almost... That's like a seven-story building down in the ground. That's, yeah. That's a lot of water. For real. Yeah. But you know what? He does have a new 10-inch pump that he purchased. It's a lot of hard work putting that in place. Baby blue. <laughs> wait. But we got it running. Actually, no, he never really got it running. No, nah, we never even it. saw it go. I mean, they, 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 they were about set. to, and they see this, the uh, a whirly bird flying oh, around. Yes. What's that? <laughs> What's that sound? That a chopper? It sounds like a helicopter. Are you telling me it's landed in our claim? It sounds like it's landed, Dad. I mean, Fred. Yep. And then, uh, and, yeah, yeah, Peter. Hello. Um, my name is Peter. I work for the uh, the uh, U.S. Geological Survey, and uh, I've got some bad news for you. You mean Kermit? <laughs> no. Um, my name is Peter, and uh, Peter the I Geological. Have a, I have a degree from Boston University for geological studies. Oh, great! And great. Uh, I have some uh, some information I think that is important. How's the uh, mica formations news. around here? Uh, Formica? Uh, no, that was a no, little... No, Mica. Th- oh. Oh, Formica. Oh. No, no, Formica is something else. I'm talking about the, the, the like, quartz, like Mica. Well, I can tell you about both. Oh, great. Yeah. Uh, Mica, uh, is, uh, not around here because of the runoff, um, from the quartz. I mean, of course, there's quartz around here in Quartz Creek. <laughs> You'd think so. Um, but of, uh, but Mica, no. No. That's in the Pacific Southwest of, um, uh, Turkestan. <laughs> Oh, great. Okay, well, can we go there? Can you show me? Certainly show me not. on a map, Certainly actually. Not. I don't have enough fuel. <laughs> okay, great. So it's actually, it was kind of interesting seeing, at least this is one plot they didn't give away with the title of the show. Mm-hmm. You see the uh, helicopter flying around, and like, it, it, Fred's already pissed off. He's like, hey, it's probably Amshaw. <laughs> one of those, yeah, like, yeah, no, totally, yeah. like, waiting for them just to yeah. fuck him again. <laughs> yeah. Get off my <laughs> back. Shoot. I did your papers. <laughs> that was horrible. That was Don't bad. tread on me. It's it's my land. You're not yours. Bunch of pinko bastards up in my shit. But it turns out it's a guy who's actually helping him out. He wasn't even like it wasn't even some inspector being like, "Hey, you're mm-hmm. not supposed to be pumping fuel in this creek." Or yeah, something. It, was it, was like, it was more like yeah. like, "Hey, want to go on a helicopter ride? I got some bad news for you, <laughs> yeah. but I think you need to know." Well, he starts telling him like, "There is like this is a historic winter." Mm-hmm. There is a shitload of snow. I think the word he actually used was fuck ton. Oh, okay. snow up there. Well, that's and a like, lot. When this melts, and it's been holding on for a long time, it's going to flood. Like Your creek is probably going to o- get overrun, mm-hmm. and you're going to be in trouble. And Fred is like, well, honestly, I've heard that before. I'm skeptical. Yeah, of course he I is. I feel like that was probably set up by the producers to be like, well, now we're going to go on a helicopter ride. <laughs> <laughs> and so they, they drove around and looked at the snow. It's like, man, it is a lot of snow. Although... I was thinking, like, if you were on a like a helicopter ride, like, wow, look at all that snow. It, there could be six inches or six feet, and you probably couldn't tell. Like, it would just be like, I, yeah, I don't know, it's white and a lot oh. of trees there. I don't know. Well, Jim, I beg to differ because <laughs> you have not spent a lot of time up at Porcupine Creek. You're right. And yet I have spent many years, and I know what a lot of snow looks like. So it was enough to spook Fred into being like, okay, I mm-hmm. basically the idea yeah, is he was they like, can't <laughs> do their glory hole because. 
if that creek overflows, like it probably will, when it melts yeah. off, they said like literally within minutes, they could the whole thing could fill up. So yeah. there's no way you could get out. It, it, yeah, let alone know. like all the work of of draining it right. would be lost. They there would be lives lost. It's like best case and scenario equipment loss, and those, yeah. they, 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 all the vital. All, it's a key vital the operation piece of our operation here. Sir, yeah, it's like excavator. best case scenario is you could run out and maybe survive or like swim out as it fills up, but that's mm-hmm. about it. Like everything else is going to be ruined. Like, yeah, it, I feel like. Yeah, maybe you wouldn't die, like unless you just stayed in the cabin of the excavator. Like, oh no! Like, <laughs> what am I supposed to like? This excavator, just, you know, it, it doesn't could, go fast. Although enough. that water is like ridiculously cold, mm-hmm. so maybe you would just, you know, even as it's filling up, you would just die. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It would be a weird situation, nonetheless. Mm-hmm. But yeah, ultimately, it's like, well, I guess I could just swim to the top. <laughs> <I don't, laughs> yes, let's float until the top and swim out. I guess I could do that. Yeah, you can use his boat as a flotation device. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what you're doing. This is a crazy episode today. Fred is just a wonderful singer. Um, So, you know, so they really, uh, this is really unfortunate. I was really looking forward to three seasons of trying to find that glory hole. hole. (laughs) Yeah. So now, so at this point, they can't do it, I I think, maybe until, you know, the melt off. Yeah, um, they might be able to do it in the second half of the season, but for now they got to do something a little. Yeah, bit. I don't know what the timetable is on that. Is that going to be like in two months? It'll be over. Are they going to be like? Is their whole thing going to get swept away if it's really bad? Like that's going to be like remains to not. be seen, kind yeah. of a thing. Yeah, I think just hopefully, like you know, the worst of like the flooding could go past, and and and, and hopefully nothing catastrophic will happen but they just have to wait until you know that snow melts it seems like that geological guy wasn't like you guys need to get the hell out of here it was more Mm -hmm. just like don't go down in that hole like it's gonna be really bad if you're down there like it's Mm -hmm. not gonna be good yeah um what was i gonna say i wonder if he actually discovered fred on his own or like the discovery producers were worried about it and like but fred's like now do what i want and they're like um we have to do something or maybe fred knew all along and the whole thing is just full of it Maybe the guy, you or maybe know, the guy who really was a, a fan of the show, and he kind of knew. Yeah. Like he was like, "Well, oh wait a second. Like he's just you know looking in the like, area, literally like, oh, is saving really the bad. day. Like, yeah. oh my god, like mm-hmm. this guy really could die if he does it. This could be really bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, and Fred is no stranger to to flooding. I think we know that. From that last that's year. the thing. I was actually thinking my, about my that. Note. What are the odds that yeah. like, that's going to like hit him that hard? Yeah, Fred's God damn it! And by Too the way, much water. What are the odds this episode would air right as New York is kind of currently flooded now, too? I don't know if that's good or bad for Discovery. I'm not saying it's like anything like like a conspiracy or anything. I just mean like, you think they're like psyched that it's like kind of tying in with current events? Or you think they're like sort of like bummed out? Like, oh, man, I don't want to like no one wants to see a story about flooding. I don't know. I don't know. It just occurred to me now. I think it's just one of those things that happens. In it just life. is. It just is. Coincidence. Yeah. Take advantage of it. Or not. Well, it was like when they made the Spider-Man movie. They were making it before 9-11 happened, and they had to go in and change shots to get the, the Twin Towers out of it. Oh, yeah. Because they were just like, Yeah, no, it is fuck, odd to see those in yeah, past movies, like Woody Allen movies. He's a wonderful director, if you guys haven't heard of him. Fantastic. Yes. There's a cover of uh, Superman the movie has the Twin Towers in the background. Mm-hmm. It there's, almost there's, looks there's fake There's a now. rap album it's that weird. came out like in 1999 of two guys like holding uh, TNT like plunger and, just, and the Twin Towers above them explode. Are you serious? Yeah. It's crazy. Whoa. So, you know, I don't know how well the album did in the a few years before the actual tragedy. It must have gone I'm, gangbusters after no, that. I, or not. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um but uh well, you know, so it so it is 
you know, it is a shame about all this flooding all yeah. over the world, but specifically for this show, the potential for a bad flood is bad for Fred, so he's got to find yeah. a new place to dig. Because I am officially rooting for Fred. Yeah, And you yeah. actually just pointed out with this glory hole for three seasons, like in, in anything, that is the actual central mystery of the entire show is there uh-huh. the, is there fucking gold down there not because no one's ever really found out like i feel like there they, is i think there were, is too i think they, what they, they made thirty thousand dollars worth of gold in two days yeah i mean this is like it's almost like the white whale though it's like it's there yeah but can you get it it's like mm-hmm. it's weird like last week we we're like how is it not gonna be fred who hit some other load but now i'm looking at this like well maybe he can't mm-hmm. maybe it's gonna be like no way maybe it's just I mean, for all we know, his whole camp is going to get washed away, and he's going to be totally fucked, and like you just can't get it. Like, I yeah. hope that doesn't happen, but like it, it there, would. There's millions of dollars of gold underneath Fred's feet, and he's the only man who can get it. You guys are all millionaires. Hey. Fred, you're you're a millionaire. Man. You just dig it out of the ground. Drainage. <laughs> oh, I s- sip <laughs> it up. I s- <laughs> suck it up. I suck your gold, oh, sir. That sounds terrible. It's from, um, you know, this movie. There, there, there must be blood. <laughs> there, yeah, there, <laughs> there might be gold. <laughs> there shall be gold. <laughs> Hopefully, we were promised that there is. Someone hits the load. Apparently, someone hits a mother load. I don't think it's going to be Parker, because it seems impossible that that area would actually be like the, quote, no, mother just, load. He's just trying to cover costs. It could be Todd, but I don't want that to be true. It has to be Fred. I think ultimately this is going to be a temporary setback. Yep. But it uh, it, it puts a little uh, a little monkey wrench in that plan. So it, it'll be interesting to see where that goes. Mm-hmm. Um, he does decide, though, in the meantime, mm-hmm. he wants to yeah, dig yeah, out a hill. It's like it's basically the hill leading down to his glory hole because he sees bedrocks. It's going to be like a ton yeah. of digging. Yeah. Ton of, yeah. Ton of dirt to move, but, but maybe it'll be good. Deposits of gold. Uh, yeah. And uh, so Dustin was like, well, I need more guys. I need more. And Fred's like, I'll buy more equipment if you can go in and I'll even get you a couple guys. Well, we can't go a whole hog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, just like Fred. Just <laughs> says awesome. things like that. Hey, I'll, you know, I'll give you a little bit, but once, <laughs> yeah. if I give you too much, then you'll take too much. <laughs> yeah. Dustin, I know you. Your my blood is in you. I give you an inch, you take the world. <laughs> it's funny when you think about it, but hell, you know what? I'll give you a couple guys. Let's do this. So now, does I wonder if we get to watch the excitement of Dustin building a road? Perhaps <laughs> that'll be awesome. <laughs> I'm sure there'll be some snafus. <laughs> There's more, there are more boulders here than I was. Them are potatoes. Around. I didn't expect that. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Put on your snow tires. It's getting muddy. Yeah, you want to play in the mud. Yeah. <laughs> Fred, don't say that. You don't know what you're saying, Fred. Don't say that. <laughs> play in. Oh, oh, okay. this is oh, just a, a fun one. Just really, I'm having a lot of fun. <laughs> this podcast brought to you by Dosekis. <laughs> Dos Equis. Hey, double X. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess that, I mean, that covers the episode, really. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I went into this before we recorded thinking I didn't like that episode that much. But now thinking about it, I actually really liked it. Like, yeah, I, I sort of like time. warmed up to it just thinking about it. Yeah. There's a lot of, you know, things that happened. And, and you know what? And we, we have such a history with this show that we can, we can, you know, turn just regular gravel into gold. <laughs> yeah. Real actual gold. Yeah. Um, what would you rate this one then? In this, in that case, I would rate put you on the spot. I would rate this one seven bullions. Wow, that's a lot of bullions. Uh-huh. Um, I want to go. 
Seven. I'll go seven bullions in three nugs. That's even more bullions, yeah, yeah, Jim. Wow, you really, really warmed up to it. Yeah. Your, your chair is on fire. And I'll give it some chicken bullion, too. <laughs> I, oh, of course. Well, you got to add some flavor. Yeah. Um, it, you know, it gets pretty boring up there in the uh, in the Klondike and and up in Alaska. There's not a lot of food variety, so you need to bring some bullion. It's got to get different boring kind. in general being up there because, like, I mean, nobody can just work for like 15 hours a day, like every day. So it's like mm-hmm. it's got to be days like oh, I'm taking a break, but like, what do you do? You just sit down. I don't. Do any of these guys know how to read or <laughs> you anything? Just sit down. Like, I've never seen a book ever on this show. Yeah, so they, that's not saying they're not reading. Maybe there's just literally no reason. But do you oh. think there'd be at least one B-roll of like. I don't know, like a really shitty day. Yeah. And they're just sitting like reading and like bored, but it's like, I'm, I mean, I guess there's reasons why they wouldn't show no, up. No, I think but. they may, you know, well, they're very, all, a lot of them are very religious. Maybe they're reading the Bible or doing prayers. Yeah. Perhaps so, that. Know, service. Yeah. Attending services. Maybe. Servicing others. There is a town, too, that like we almost never see, but there mm-hmm. is a town to go to. Yeah. So they're not really. That's the thing to remember. Porcupine Creek, they're really not in, like, the middle of nowhere. I mean, it's, like, wilderness, and it's tough, and, like, mm-hmm. I'm sure that Parker lives there, like, most of the time, but he does have a family that can just show up at the drop of a hat, mm-hmm. so it's not like they're, like, I feel like Todd, like, the, I feel like the Klondike is, like, isolated on some level. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, I don't think Porcupine Creek is quite like that. I'm sure it's a pain in the ass to get there. Like, I doubt it. It's easy to go back and forth, but... You know, yeah, they can always just take off. I guess a lot of their downtime, they probably just take off. Maybe they have a subway restaurant or something. Yeah, quick. This subway's everywhere. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Mm-hmm. I, I like the subway club. I like those three meats. I, you know what? I like that veggie delight. Excuse me. I just think it's a nice value, and uh, it's got a good taste, and uh, you know, you get your roughage. You know, if yeah, I liked green peppers more in olives, I would get it. But I don't. Uh. I don't like. I don't really don't like those, especially olives. I could do the green peppers, but I would tolerate. it. I don't like I don't like raw green peppers. I like them when they're cooked, like in a burrito or something. That's fine. Huh. Well, you just go with your club then, Jim. Yeah, I like that. It's a little ham, a little turkey, a little roast beef, Ooh. American cheese on a wheat bread. Mm. Mm. Well, put a little bit of mayo on. Light, it. <laughs> <Excuse me. laughs> you got excited. There. Light, light mayo and mustard. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. Delicious. Yeah. Toasty. Let's, oh, do <laughs> <Okay>. uh, <laughs> let's do some housework here. Let's do some housework and let these people Brought go. to you by All Subway. Right. <laughs> yeah. Eat fresh. Um, so, uh, we already did our bullion count. Uh, we can do some housework. Uh, what's our email address if people want to get in touch with us? If you'd like to send us an email, you can at oldmenonthemountain at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook. Yes. At you Fool's can. Gold Rush. Yep. And you can like us, too. Um, on Facebook. You can like us in real life. I like you. I like you, and I like all our listeners. Yeah. Except and, for that one guy. Yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah. And then um, you know who you are. Mm-hmm. And then Twitter, you can find me at Jimmy Skull, and Craig's at CraigBotYo. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, Jimmy's like been yo doing a little MTV bit more reps. tweets lately, and I have been doing less. I've emerged I will, as, I will try, as a tweeter. Yeah, you know, you're just an, an elite tweeter, among many other things that you're better at um, everyone at. Right, Jim? I mean, I like to be humble. I'm better at that than most. <laughs> Piece of shit. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Anyway, so. this was a good episode. I'm glad we were able to talk about it. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, a little tired. I've been doing a little bit of moving. In our next episode, we'll be recording from a new studio, so that's exciting. Oh, yes. Yeah. The, the, the Wilson Memorial Wilson Studios. Memorial Studio. It's going to be really exciting. Yeah, I, I'm yeah, we're, we're excited to move in there. So, uh, yeah, we're expanding, and, um, yeah, and we, we appreciate you every little... Every little listen, every little click. 
Um, just uh, hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we enjoyed recording it. Motherfuckers. So.